from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you along with Douglas Rushkoff. His book is Survival of the Richest, Escape Fantasies of the Tech Billionaires. These people are darn serious, Doug, aren't they? They are. You know, I couldn't tell at first. I thought when they started talking to me, what do they call him? A New York media theorist, right? (laughs) 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 To a voice of that, to ask him about, to water test their bunker strategies. I even, I said, are you guys serious about this? But they 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 said that their that their uh, uh, like insurance actuarial kind of people had told them that there was a twenty percent chance of a global cataclysm in their lifetimes. So they were taking twenty percent of their capital and trying to invest it in things you know through which they could escape. So they and they were bringing in experts of all kinds. So what they were interested for me was really, and, and it did convince me that they meant it, they were trying to look at what are the cultural impacts of this. You know, if Rushkoff is this guy who understands, you know, as you put in the, in the intro, you know, human autonomy in a future age and all in a digital age, then they're looking at, well, how are people going to act? How are they going to think? Um, you know, and, and I guess they were looking to see whether I thought, you know, that they're more outlandish ideas, which aren't just bunkers. You know, they, some of them want to do something called seasteading, which is where you, you know, you build these little rafts out on the ocean and form these little cities. Others are hoping to go up in rockets. Some of them think that the virtual reality could provide a safe haven, and some of them want to upload their brains altogether to silicon wafers. So it wasn't just bunkers. It's really anything that will let them, you know, escape the catastrophes of their own making and, and if nothing else, leave us behind. And did they ever think, uh, Doug, on what would be left after the fact? I mean, what do they have after it's done? Well, it's interesting. You know, and I tried them on that. And, and even I, I even tried them on, look, even if you guys go, let's say you're safe in your bunker, you've got, you know, 12 people and five Navy SEALs. On your bunker, and then your friend has one on the other side of the planet. That's about it, right? There's no Netflix under there, um, or on your or on your little island. Um, they 
genuinely believe that we are going to somehow starseed the the galaxy. And and one of them said, you know, there's only, you know, about 8 billion people alive today. Someday there's going to be trillions of people out in space. And if the few people alive today, the mere 8 billion people on this planet have to suffer a bit for the welfare of those trillions of people we're going to get onto other planets, then, you know, that's, that's a compromise we'll just have to make. Yeah, but the chances are, if we're in a situation where they have to live in bunkers, we're back to the Stone Age. I mean, oh. before we get rockets to be able to go to other places, it's yeah. going to take another hundred years. That's what I thought, and what I still think. What their belief is, they've got what one of them said, that they have something called a software stack. That means it's a bunch of software code. So they actually want the world to end, the world as we know it to end, so that they can then rebuild civilization the way they want. And there's really both sides of the political spectrum look at it this way, whether it's, you know, it's it's a theory called accelerationism. Let's hasten the end of times by whatever means necessary, and some it's, it's some kinds of, of Christians think this way, some on the right, you know, like Steve Bannon has this kind of scorched earth uh, approach to, to, you know, to our government, just tear it down, bring it down, and let's get the new thing. And the tech bros I spoke to have the same thing, that then they think they can almost, the way when you, when you see a science fiction movie and you have a few robots that build things on Mars and then you get a whole city, they want to do that here on Earth. Let this thing end, and then they'll come out of their bunkers with their robots and their computers and solar panels and build, and they showed me plans for them. These eco-cities, eco-farms, eco-villages, these, these supposedly sustainable solar-powered you know, farms out in the middle of nowhere, and then rebuild things, but nice and clean, you know, <laughs> which is the world got too complex for them. They want to start over. You mentioned Steve Bannon. Tomorrow morning is not going to be a very good day for him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, turning I mean, himself in. Really interesting case. I mean, he, he he, in some ways, the the things that he wants to see, you know, people returning to to local economics and caring for each other, and you know, being more connected to to the ground where they live and all, is is really positive. But but he, just like Peter Thiel and Musk and all, they're really willing to say almost anything to get people angry and activated and, and, and you know, fighting for, for something else. And sometimes, you know, if you, if, you, if you do that a little too much, you can get out of control really easily, you know? It's, it's dangerous to play with public sentiment to that extent. You look at, you know, at Elon Musk getting all these kids to buy Dogecoin or, mm-hmm, you know, right. your crypto or something. It's like it's exciting for them, but come on, for, for people on the ground, it's really a lot harder. Were these five billionaires all Americans? Four were American, and one was, uh, uh, you know, Indian Asian. Interesting. I just yeah. wonder how many there are around this planet thinking the same thing it is it is interesting i mean i feel like the 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 tech guys are particular to the to the billionaire and that's partly because you know old school business people like uh, you know warren buffett and before and dale carnegie and rockefeller and all i mean they might have been mean and done 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 
bad things, but they really were planted. You know, Warren Buffett's lived in the same town forever. He knows how to make friends with his neighbors. He's not getting away. The, the tech boys, they're a little bit different in that they tend to look down on human beings. They look at, at really human beings as a, as a problem, you know, and technology as the solution. You know, they really are uh, afraid of us in a different in a different way. You know, in, in my early writing days, uh, I got to hang out with, you know, the scientists of, of uh, an organization called The Edge. And it had, you know, people like Richard Dawkins and, you know, Stephen Pinker and Daniel Dennett. You know, it was really smart scientists. But it, it also had um, um, Dear Jeffrey Epstein was part of that. And you realize that there's a kind of, I mean, I love science, but there's a kind of a godless scientism that's practiced by these uh, billionaire technologists, where they really believe we are just, uh, we may as well be computers running code. You know, we're just meat suits running genetic code, and we're completely helpless. And the, the, the even consciousness isn't even real. It's just an illusion perpetrated by our DNA to get us to replicate it. And if that's all you think is going on here, if that's all people are, is little machines running software, then I understand how Jeffrey Epstein becomes like he is and why he wants to have science. You know, he, he had bunkers before you needed bunkers, right? He wasn't thinking of his bunkers as places to survive. He built compounds for, you know, dozens of young women to live and be impregnated by him so he could sort of seed his master race. You know, that's a very different kind of billionaire than, than we had before. Well, he's burning in hell now, though, Douglas, isn't yeah. he? If there is one, yeah. <laughs> Dawkins, of course, is, is an atheist, and you got into a discussion with him once? That's a, it's amazing. I mean, and that's the fun thing about, about this book. I mean, it sounds scary, but it's really funny when you actually read these scenes. So I was, you know, it, it, back in my, in my early days, I was one of the first, you know, kids on the Internet block. I was the first, one of the first guys writing about the Internet. So I would get invited to these things, and I got invited to this really swank party. And of all people, Richard Dawkins is there talking about memes and how they work, and, and he... he spoke about memes in this way as if like human beings were like player pianos and memes were like the piano rolls that you put in it and then you just do it. And I, and I had written a book called Media Virus. I was the guy that came up with viral media. And I never saw people being run by viruses. I saw media viruses and things go viral because they're expressing some unexpressed uh, uh, aspect of culture, that they're bringing something to the surface that's deep within us. And I got in this argument with him, and he's like, Doug, there's nothing going on here. You're, you're superstitious. You're in a delusion. You're, you're going crazy to think there's something. And I'm like, yeah, but couldn't there be? Not, I don't need proof, but couldn't there be a soul? Couldn't there be something else going on here? Couldn't, you, we, we don't need to, to prove that there's nothing happening. Consciousness could have preceded matter. You don't know. And, he, and he, he, eventually he laughed at me, and he said, oh, Rushkoff, you're a moralist. A moralist? Because I believe that the universe might be trying to lean towards ethics, toward good, that, there's, that mm. we are trying to lean into the light in some fundamental way, you know, that, that you can't even entertain that as a possibility. He says, no, you're a moralist. And then, of course, I look you know, 20 years later, and he and the other scientists, they're on the Lolita Express. There, there's photos of them on the airplane, you know, on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. It's like, okay, if you really are going to look at anyone who believes in anything and condemn them as a moralist, I mean, what's your alternative? 
Right. It's to consort with that kind of person. So, uh, you know, I felt sad but vindicated to realize, oh, they're, they're, you know, their path really is not, uh, is not the path I want to be on. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Do these uh, survivalists and these billionaires truly expect the end of the earth? You know, I don't know that they... They believe it's a strong possibility, but I would say it's not just that they expect it, but they're kind of addicted to endings. It's like, you know, it's like they're living in a Marvel movie. You got to get your end game, you know? (laughs) You got to go there. These people, they start businesses that are all based on something called an exit strategy. You know what an exit strategy is? It's, It's you run a business for a certain amount of time until it peaks and it's not going to make any more money. Then you sell it to the next, you know, group. Right. You, you, you already know how to get out of it. Exactly. The exit strategy. So if, you're, if, if they're living in a world filled with businesses, you know, from Facebook and Google and everything, that all involve an exit strategy, all involve leaving someone else holding the bag, then of course they're going to think about the world as one big exit strategy. You know, one thing that they're going to mess up, and as long as they've got the escape hatch, they don't mind destroying it. Were these people, in your opinion, nice people, good people? Uh, two different things. <laughs> <laughs> they were nice. I'll tell you, they were nice. I remember while one of them was talking, and I was thinking, and I'm thinking he's the most evil piece of stuff I had ever seen. Yeah, be careful. Oh, Don't say it yeah, on the radio. Stuff. Uh, stuff. It's an evil piece of stuff. You know, talking about... Um, uh, awful things, you know, about basically how to keep people out, you know, the, 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 the migrants, the, the, the refugees of, of, you know, climate change that might be coming, you know, the, why can't they think about ways to set up farms for them, too? It's like, no, no, it's just walls and electric. Or the homeless problem yeah. and stuff I'm like that. I'm looking at him, and he notices that my, uh, my glass, the, the, whatever they were, Pellegrino or whatever they were drinking, my water glass was empty, and he poured my glass for me. And I was thinking, this is so strange. I'm looking at this man knowing 
he's basically what I would call evil in his wanton disregard for the rest of humanity, that he spends his life trying to earn enough money to really destroy our world and leave us behind. And he sees that as a sign of being a winner, right? That I win the game means I'm on top and you're all nobodies. You know, that a guy who, and one of them even said this, um, uh, when they were talking about, uh, uh, you know, people they don't like and the, the refugees and climate people and all right people, one of them said, well, if you could just push a button and make them all go away, would you? They, like, yeah. they, and they would, wouldn't they? And they would. And said so they wouldn't be in pain. They just wouldn't exist anymore. And I'm like, no, they they were born too. They are beings. They have a right to. You disagree with them, but no, you can't push a button. And and the more they talk like that about their technology, you know, as if they have these powers. When you see folks like uh, at the the World Bank talking about the Great Reset, you know, this plan that they, to to reset reality and to 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 do apparently for our own good because of climate change and all that corporations are going to come in and put everything on a blockchain and somehow administrate a new planetary government with computers when you talk like that first it's not possible they can't do it they can barely keep my laptop working you know for more than an hour at a time they can't run the world there's no nano to do that but when they talk like that a lot of people believe them and that's where, you know, and I love conspiracy um, theory, if you want to call it that. I've been a, a fan of you and Art Bell and whatever. But this is not, we're not doing this angry conspiracy theory crazy stuff. We're explorers. We're, you know, we're psychonauts. We're interested. We're, we're, we're doing this with wonder and hope and excitement and making connections. And, you know what I mean? This is a beautiful practice. But um, what, when, when they set themselves up as capable of, you know, steering humanity with their nanobots and algorithms, those of us who take them at face value, I mean, we, we go off the deep end ourselves. What did you think of these people after your meeting? Um, I, I tell you, I spent three or four weeks really scared, thinking, wow, the wealthy know something I don't. Yeah. And I'm, me and my family are going to die. And how do I want to do that? Um, and then I realized, wait a minute, I know these people. I'm like, these are idiots that, that I don't need to believe them any more than I believed Richard Dawkins, that there's no soul and no God and no purpose to my life, that these guys are the losers, not the winners. Most of these little tech guys, these tech developers, they were plucked out of college, you know, a freshman year of college, before they took history, before they took economics, they know how to program a computer, they get you know, hired by a, a, a venture capitalist comes and pulls them out of school, gives them a zillion dollars and says, now I want you to pivot that social network that you were building. I want you to take that great idea and pivot it towards this way of extracting it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.